What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Moto Performance Project. My name is Bronson Dewar from the Motocross Conditioning Coach and the creator of the MX Fit program. And today I've got Damien Adams in here with me, and we're going to go through some of his points of view around performance. Uh, he is a strength and conditioning coach and a rider himself and among many other things as well and works a lot within the moto industry too so we're going to have a bit of a chat around his take around performance and what he does with a lot of riders that he's worked with and also for himself too so what's going on Damien? How are you man good to see you. Yeah good to see you too man good stuff um, yeah man just give us a bit of an intro of yourself and where things are at for you and what you've been working on and um yeah who you are yeah cool man um so yeah as you said my name's damon adams um i am a strength conditioning coach and a sports nutritionist uh down here in penrith in sydney uh, i run a business with my brother called adam strength and performance we also have our wife's involved as well but we're the main sort of training coach side of things um yeah, obviously we all work as strength conditioning coaches, accredited sports nutritionists, and cover a sort of a wide um, area of athletes and obviously still general pop as well. Um, obviously my background, I guess I started out in motocross at a, at a younger age. That was where it all initially started from. Um, pretty much from 85s onwards, I didn't really do the young the younger years. Um, started out on 85s and built my way up through into the senior ranks. Then had a few years off. Um, well, few injuries and things like that and just sort of got over running myself into the ground and got a bit burnt out. Um, from there, essentially went into a bit of bodybuilding side of things, found a passion in, in with bodybuilding. So got to experience the bodybuilding side of stuff, then transitioned into some powerlifting, did powerlifting, went from powerlifting to Olympic weightlifting. Um, and then I actually went back, come find myself back in motocross again for just the, the love of it, started doing a bit of fun again. And then, the competitive side took it a little bit too serious and got right back into racing and full into it. And here we are still doing a bit of riding, doing a bit of off-bike coaching and really trying to delve in and help out other motocross riders in all the areas that I wish I knew about years and years ago when I was putting in all that effort and didn't really know what I was doing. So, Yeah, that's what it's really about, isn't it? It's um, trying to help riders to understand the things that we know now that we wish we knew back then when we were could have actually really used it back then and it's sort of getting getting old now it's not really as uh useful to us anymore other than helping <laughs> us just have a bit more fun on the bikes now isn't it that's it the mistakes have been made and uh, we're paying for it nowadays <laughs> yeah yeah that's it so, like, that sort of leads us into the first question I wanted to ask you around what is the biggest thing that you've found that helps riders with their performance from a, a fitness and strength and conditioning point of view? Yeah. Yeah, look, it comes down to a number of things, but obviously I think the main thing they lack is proper strength training, um, general relative strength. Um, and then obviously the, the second thing that ties into that is mobility. They lack mobility big time, and that is because they don't do the strength work. They don't work within those those ranges or that range of motion to build the strength, um, and then that essentially lets them down in, in all areas. Like Some of them focus on weight training, but it's high reps, light weights, focusing on endurance, as they like to call it, 
because um, that's what they see so-called pros doing things on social media and they just, just generally don't have the knowledge on it. So they definitely strength and mobility are the, are the biggest things that they lack. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, lots of uh, very stiff riders getting out there and um, not really realizing how much mobility plays a huge part in their riding in just being physically able to get into the right positions that they need to be in for correct technique and correct movement on the bike as well. Yeah, 100%. And just understanding that like when it comes to strength training for sport, um, we're training movement patterns. We're not training muscle groups. We're not bodybuilders. We're training movement patterns that are relative to the sport um, and are specific to that. So uh, as you'd be aware, like a hinge pattern is obviously the most important for riders, in my opinion, the posterior chain. And that hinge pattern is by far the most important thing because it's essentially our attack position on a motorbike. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. Definitely, absolutely nailed it. And so many people without being taught that don't know how to do it properly as well. So, yeah, it's really, yeah, big one for sure, man, for sure. And so then as far as like would you say that that would be one of the biggest deficiencies that you see within riders as well? Yeah, for sure. Like as I was saying, like they're obviously – if they are doing weight training, they're doing the wrong things. Generally the high weights, low reps, um, trying to do stuff on stability balls and working on balance and stuff like that, which really has nothing to do with, um, training for on the bike. Your balance is balance training is done on the bike. Okay. We get balanced by riding better and getting more skill on the bike, but the more actual uh, strength and structure we have within our and then our off-bike training is going to help us be better on the bike anyway. So definitely deficiency will come from strength, like lack of strength and mobility. Mm, yeah, for sure, man. Definitely. Cool. And uh, so you also go really deep in the nutrition side of things with what you do as well. Like you're a sports dietitian uh, and do a lot of the nutritional side of things for a lot of athletes too. Um, like, where have you been finding that riders have been lacking around there? Like what's, what do we really need to get across uh, for a lot of riders in that area? Do you feel? Yeah, look, I'd say it more delves down into just total calorie amount. Um, Most generally, most people don't consume enough for the energy output that they are doing. Motocross is by far one of the most physically demanding sports um, as we know, let alone enduro and three-hour GNCCs and all that sort of stuff. Like it's it's such a physically demanding sport and requires a lot of energy. Um, and then take into account the hours spent training during the week and things like that. People really are underfueling themselves. Um, and you can you can go right down the path of things like Red S, which is relative energy deficiency syndrome, um, which is where it can really mess people up uh, long term with health side of things with hormones um, and negative adaptions to the metabolism and things like that from so much lack of intake and so much um, expenditure out. So that, that plays a big role in it. So definitely just getting people um, knowledgeable on eating enough calories. Um, that would be the number one thing. And then obviously the quality and the right foods is what comes in second. But at the end of the day, energy balance is the most important thing. So if people can just start Start there. Tip number one would be starting with getting the right amount of calories for your body, 
then work on your quality um, from your macros, your protein, your carbs, and your fats, and, and getting micronutrients and vitamins and things like that in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A big thing that we sort of come across with nutrition with riders, and it's something I've experienced in the past as well, um, especially in the hot months in summer, is around like really struggling to actually get food in on ride days and race days and stuff like that as well. Like, um, do you have any sort of advice like around those things as well? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I guess that's where it comes down to like higher, um, nutrient or higher calorie dense foods. So things that are generally more carbohydrate based, higher sugar based, the things that people tend to avoid because they think they're bad for you. Um, like your high GI carbs. So your, your sports drinks, your energy gels, um, your cereals, fruits, things like that. Um, that's going to be high, high, um, carbohydrate content, low fat, high sugar. And obviously the body can absorb it a lot faster, a lot easier. And it's going to be a lot easier on the stomach. Like the last thing you want to do is be eating a big ass bowl of pasta and vegetables at lunchtime in between your races and things like that. You're going to want quick, easy, um, digestible foods. And I guess also like previous, like free, race day like leading up to the day the days before you can obviously be carbohydrate loading or just just calorie loading in general just ensuring that you've fueled yourself up a few days prior to that and then i guess it's not as bad if you do tend to under eat a little bit on the day um but yeah looking at sports drinks making up like blending up your own smoothies and things like that things that are easily digestible light on the stomach and not going to make you feel crap yeah, yeah, that's it. It's one of the biggest things really, isn't it, is making sure that the food that you're getting in is easily digestible. And that's where it comes down to like those um, uh, like really simple carbs. And that's where yeah. uh, like we, we start saying to riders like um, it's almost counterintuitive with race day nutrition where people want to be healthy, but at the same time like eating a quote-unquote healthy meal on race days isn't always the best thing sometimes you need to just chuck some lollies down and things like that as well because uh, that's just what your body needs at that given point in time and it needs it fast 100 man yeah you're spot on there's nothing wrong with a good uh power aid and a handful of snakes or something like that that's gonna gonna give you what you need and, and be enjoyable at the same time yeah yeah that's it and yeah and it just comes down to like say like it's easy to stomach as well and um gives us what we need in an easy and quick way too yeah cool man awesome um so like as far as what you've observed with the writers and stuff like that and where they're sort of getting these wrong ideas from and like you sort of mentioned it earlier where we're sort of seeing and taking a lot of information from what we see from pro riders and stuff like that on social media and whatnot. And um, it's a big part of like for myself and me trying to get better information out there for riders and stuff like that too. Like, do you uh, sort of have those kind of issues with riders as well, where they sort of uh, feel like they know all this information and they know the best thing to do from what they've seen pro riders doing and then you trying to explain to them what's really better yeah 100 percent, man like obviously cycling is a big one um as much as i enjoy 
cycling, um, and it is a good form of aerobic aerobic conditioning and stuff like that. It has very little little carryover to motocross demands. Like <laughs> our heart rate and the energy systems that we're using on a bike is generally not going to be an aerobic based um, session. Whereas cycling is generally very aerobic, long distance things like that. And you look at social media; every single pro motocross rider cycles, and that's generally all they ever post. You know, post many videos of themselves in the gym doing proper strength work and things like that. Um, so this is generally what people look up to and what they see. So that would be one of the biggest things that I, that we have dramas with. Um, and then, yeah, like like we were saying before, like seeing the stability ball and the balance and things like that that they do, they automatically just think that cardio, the high the high rep, low weight stuff, and all this. Um, balance work is, is exactly what they need to do and that weights are going to make them bulky. It's going to make them slow. Uh, slow. It's going to contribute to arm pump, all those kind of things that um, is essentially just a myth about proper weight training when done correctly. So yeah, it's really hard to convince a motocross rider to come on board and do proper strength and conditioning to help them improve because they basically just think that everything around it's going to have a negative effect. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The biggest thing that I like to um, point out to writers around this and it sort of gets the point across, I feel, is that what's going to get them more attention and more likes on social media? Is it going to be a photo or a video of them doing a deadlift or is it going to be a photo or video of them doing a circus trick on a balance ball? or something like that. Like it's just what it comes down to. And it's same with cycling as well. Like we all know that they do other forms of aerobic training. We all know they use the rower and the assault bike and all those other kinds of things, but it's not sexy to post a photo of you sitting in the corner on a rower machine with no nice backdrop. Whereas like a photo of you out on your push bike out in, in the sun with a green background and all that kind of stuff is a bit more (laughs) eye catching as far as social media is concerned. And like they're athletes and they need to build up their own personal brands. Um, Obviously the more engagement and more followers and stuff like that, that they have on social media, um, the more that they can be, quote unquote, an influencer, I guess, uh, yeah. to, for their sponsors and stuff like that as well. So yeah, like I say, you're not going to see those things that aren't sexy and those little more boring, I guess, kind of things, um, coming from those pro riders, you're going to see the stuff that's going to get attention and stuff like that as well. And unfortunately yeah, that that's the stuff that gets attention and that's all you see. And that's what, um, people that are not fully aware of what really works and what else they're doing. And they think that that's the best way to train. And that's the only way to train. hundred percent, man. We've, we've all been there. I'm, I was guilty of it when I was younger racing, like Rhino running, Ryan Hughes was a, was a big person I looked up to in the training industry and being wrong. Ryan's got some good things, um, but he certainly got some questionable things. Mm. Um, and yeah, I remember doing dumbbell presses on BOSU balls and things when I was younger and following his workouts. And yeah, it was all pretty witchcraft, if you ask me, knowing what we know now. Um, So yeah, we've all been guilty of it. Yeah. And something um, just to sort of add in here, which I think is very interesting, is I actually reached out to Ryan. uh, It was about a year ago now, um, straight after he posted a, a video of him doing some exercises on a 
BOSU ball or uh, actually it was on a full exercise ball. And uh, I sent him a message. I was like, look, genuine curiosity. Why are we doing this? Like why, what's the purpose behind this? What's the benefits behind it? Why? And his reply back was that he finds it fun and enjoyable. And if he can make his training as fun and enjoyable as possible, he's going to do it and be more consistent with it. And that's where the benefit comes from. And I'm just like, cool, note taken, totally agree. Definitely. Like uh, there's no point in doing a program that you are not invested in and don't find value and um, enjoyment out of. So obviously always the best choice is going to be the program that you're going to be more consistent with. And so 100%. like, I a hundred percent agree with that, but yeah, like we say, we sort of come back to that idea of, well, you're in the limelight, you're being looked up to, and this is what people are seeing. And this is the only thing that people are seeing. And that's what the only thing that people are going to be doing and copying off of you. So yep. we need to address that as well as a big part of things. Yeah, hundred percent. And I completely agree with what you said there. Like obviously, yeah, enjoyment is a big part of it and consistency is going to be the main thing. So if certain things like that is what makes you enjoy your program and gets you out of bed and gets you to do a workout for sure. But at some point there's got to be some give or take. If you're a professional athlete and there's got to be sacrifices, like if you want to be the best, you've got to do what's optimal and what you probably not going to like and what's going to suck because there's not always going to be times where everything's enjoyable, everything's fun, it's, and there's sacrifices if you want to be at a high level in sport. Yeah, 100%. Definitely, man. Oh, cool. Awesome. So uh, one more question for you, man. One more, and this is our last one we're going to finish off with as a bit of fun. If you had to compare yourself to any other pro rider out there, past or present, who would it be? Oh, it's a hard one. Very hard one. Um, look, I'm going to base it off my younger years, not so much my most recent riding and racing career because when I was younger, I was the whole shot king. Yeah. Um, would always always pump out a whole shot, mainly because I was a bigger guy. I was a little bit heavier than most people and my old man can build some pretty hot-ass race engines. <laughs> so I always had a bit of, I could get the power to the ground. But I'm going to say Michael Essie simply because he's the whole shot king. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. That's good. <laughs> he's the whole shot king. How come you're not the whole shot king anymore? <laughs> I wish I had an answer for you, bro, but I don't know whether you remember our last East Coast race series. My starts were pretty shit. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, that's it. It's one of those things you got to uh, you got to stay on top of, isn't it? <laughs> For sure, man, for sure. Coming from the back of the pack is not much fun. Mm, yeah, good way to uh, make things a lot harder for yourself, for sure. <laughs> That's it. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, I think we've got some really, really good insights into a few different areas of performance for riders as well, which is really interesting. Um, so before we sort of sign off, um, where can everyone find you and your coaching and training and business yeah man so um our business is uh, on instagram is adams.sap that's adam strength and performance um and my personal page is d.adamstrength so that's probably our easiest way we are on facebook as well um obviously damien adams and adam strength performance but yeah more than happy to help anyone where i can and um 
yeah, really appreciate you having me on board today, Ro, and um, catching up with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you are uh, Sydney-based as well? Yeah, so located in Penrith. Um, I train out of World Gym here in Penrith. Um, so, yeah, that's where I do do my face-to-face stuff. And, yeah, obviously I run online online training sort of all over the country or world essentially depending yeah. on who wants to come. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely anyone in the Penrith area that's uh, riding and looking to get on uh, to some training and uh performance development definitely be hitting up damon in for that and i will link all these details in the uh podcast episode notes and stuff like that as well so you can go directly to him awesome man well um, man. yeah thanks for coming on and uh yeah look forward to seeing you out at the track hopefully soon Looking forward to it, bro. I've got a new bike and I still haven't rode it. So, ah, <laughs> oh, don't worry, man. My bike still looks new and it's nearly a year old. <laughs> <laughs> fair call, fair call. Yeah, that's it. Awesome, man. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Sweet. Thanks, bro.